Traditional strategic planning kills innovation. How can leaders on the production line and at every level up to the boardroom unlock creativity that will leapfrog their company to outperform the competition? That's what we're talking about in today's podcast. Welcome, I'm Kelly McCauley, producer of the Director's Cut podcast for Corporate Directors Forum and president of Macaulay & Company, where we help good leaders become great through high-impact executive coaching and results-driven leadership programs. Today, our esteemed guest is Kai Han Krippendorf, founder of the growth strategy and innovation consulting firm, OutThinker. Kai Han and the OutThinker team's innovation strategies have generated over $2.5 billion in revenue for many of the world's most recognizable companies, including BNY Mellon, Citibank, L'Oreal, Microsoft, and our very own Viacom. He's a best-selling author of five books, most recently the Edison Award-nominated Driving Innovation from Within, a guide for internal entrepreneurs. Kaihan, thank you so much for joining us today to talk about how companies can outthink their competition and even create new markets. Kelly, thank you for having me here. And it's great to see you again. <laughs> Whenever I read bios like that, I think, wow, how impressed must you be with yourself? <laughs> <laughs> and then the second thing I think, because I read lots of bios like yours, is I could do a podcast just on the bio, but that's <laughs> not what we're talking about today. What, what I want to ask you is, in your experience of driving growth and innovation inside of organizations through OutThinker, what's the biggest flaw with traditional strategic planning and how can leaders break that cycle? So I think the first thing we have to appreciate is that strategy doesn't exist. <laughs> it's a concept, it's a conversation, but that conversation matters because when you land on a conclusion to the conversation, that changes what you execute, what choices you make, and thereby it changes reality, right? So we want to look at the conversations around the strategy. And the issue is that many of those conversations are not designed to produce innovative ideas. Most strategic conversations, you could either call them option narrowing conversations or rules conversations. So let's start with rules conversations. Rules conversations would be, what does a company who has faced a similar situation or is of a similar size or in a similar industry, who is successful, what are they doing? And there's a list of things that become best practice things. And the conversations about how do we measure up against those things and how do we, where are the gaps and how do we close the gaps? So that, that, that's the, that's the uh, rules conversation. The optionary conversation is when your conversation is dominated by laying out rules, right? So you know, I used to work at McKinsey, and we would fairly early on in a study, we would lay out three different options, and then we spent most of the time analyzing what the implications of those options were. Now, the thing is that neither of these were ever designed to generate new conversations. So what you want to make sure you have as part of that, they all have played, each play the role, but if you want to create something new, you want to have a pattern-based conversation, what I call it, where you introduce different patterns. Like what if we did it the way that Google did it? Or what if we did it the way Alibaba did it? Or what would Walmart do here? And take a pattern from a different domain and apply it. And that generates ideas. I had the benefit of going through your program and it was really powerful how specific you created the process for us to be able to think way outside of how we would normally think. And frankly, it was a, it was a huge challenge. And I do, I also do some innovation work at more 
towards aligning teams with the vision. And what I found is it's really hard to get people to stay in that ideation Mm -hmm. space. They're in a big rush to get out of that and into the execution. Yes. Yeah. There is, yeah, this drive for action um, when sometimes you need to stop and think. And what that does, I think if if you drill it down specifically, what that means is that there is an option that is a good enough option that seems immediately accessible because you've seen someone do it before or you've done it before or you've got nine steps out of the 10, pl- 10 step plan already figured out. And so what you what you um, uh, value more is, can I move on it quickly? And you don't give time for that seemingly impossible idea to ruminate. It's sort of like a candle in the wind and it blows out really quickly because you don't protect it and say, hey, let's sit with this idea, even though we don't know how to do it. And I think that's the key is, do you sit with things you don't know how to do? If you don't have time to sit and debate and explore what's possible in the things you don't know how to do, you'll only, by definition, only ever do what you know to do, which means you're just going to repeat what has been done before, you know? Yeah, yes. Yeah, we've, we see it everywhere. I, I see it a lot in the financial services industry. It's kind of like, it's not only do they recycle ideas, but people that mm-hmm. you think, wow, they've had many career changes in very few years. There might be a reason for that. So let's talk about what is it about your model of innovative strategic planning that leads to exponential growth? Yeah, so the model has got like five different steps. So if we look at the conversations, right, we have, um, it's spell ideas, imagine, dissect, expand, analyze self. I break it down really simply. I imagine just says, before you start strategizing, imagine, zoom out and imagine 10 years from now, what the future could look like. And just by embedding that, you start opening up your thinking and you realize there are certain moves that you need to make now that may not have near-term payoff, but that position you have long-term payoff. Dissect is like is breaking down your business model and looking not at the obvious parts of the business model, but different parts of your business. So like dissect, like if you're a, a, a doctor or something, if, if you're a specialist in skeletal structures, you'll naturally look at that as the cause. But what you wanna first do is go to a generalist who's looking at all of the body systems and in your case of your business, it's things like our pricing strategy, our product strategy, our people strategy, all these different areas so that we don't myopically focus on just a narrow part of the business. Expand is what we were talking about before, having that pattern-based conversation and expanding your options set, generating lots and lots of lots of ideas. The more ideas you have, the more likely you're going to have a really disruptive idea in there. And so analyze is where you are analyzing, choosing, prioritizing, sorting through those ideas. Sell is about building buy-in and support from your board, from your employees, from your management team, from your partners, from your investors. And so, you know, IDAS, each of those kind of help you avoid an off-ramp that often will lead to doing what's been done before. So we're keeping that train on the track uh, in each of those steps. You talked about Garmin being really great at doing that. Would you mind sharing the example? Yeah. I mean, well, they did do something really great and they do it. I, um, I, I don't know that they always do it, but what they did was uh, long before wearables were a thing, they created what they called the hockey puck. And the hockey puck was that they took a GPS and they put it on a wrist and it was so big <laughs> that 
it looked like a hockey puck on your wrist. And the thing is, it was so big that not many people wanted to wear it. There were there was a small niche market of these like high performance outdoors adventurers that would go hiking for days in rough terrain. And and so it they could have said, you know what, let's not continue that product because the market's too small. But they kept doing it. And what it did is it bought them an option. An option is something that may prove out to be valuable in the future, but you can't know now whether it will or won't. But if you don't buy that option, when the time comes, then you'll be left flat-footed. You, you, you won't have uh, uh, you, you won't already be there. And so what they did was they, they kept developing this. And then when wearables really took off and their core business, which were the GPSs in the cars, their other half of their business, GPS in in um in boats that continued to to be healthy but nobody puts gps's in cars in anymore but that happened to time also with the explosion in wearables so they became a very early leader in wearables you know so the lesson there is you got to do things that may prove to be valuable in the future even if you cannot assess based off of a short term roi net present value calculation that they are valuable because you can't measure an option using those typical metrics. Excellent. Now is the million dollar question, which is how can board members productively challenge their CEOs without threatening them to continuously innovate? I guess it depends. Your approach would depend on the nature of relationship that you have with management, right? But usually when I talk to board members, it's more that they are uh, a coach. And sometimes in times of great need, they might become an ambassador and introduce, you know, and actually like, you know, hit the ground and, and, and make uh, introduction things. But usually you're kind of coaching management, right? So if you took those five IDEAS and just looked at what kind of questions you want to have, imagine would be, hey, what do you think this industry is going to look like in 10 years, right? Dissect is, I noticed that you really focus on product, but how about people. If we solve this as a people problem, how would we solve that? Um, expand is about asking them questions like, well, what if Google came in? What would they do? Or what would Amazon, if they entered, how would they behave? Um, analyze is really about um, what is an idea that if you could execute it, it would have immense value, but you don't know how to make it happen right now. And invite them to come up or share. It probably already is in their heads, but they maybe have been nervous about surfacing it because they haven't thought it through yet. And then sell is really about who are the key stakeholders that we need to get on board and build buy-in from. So you can think of like there's sets of questions you could ask in each of those uh, five sure. steps. Yeah, that's terrific. Kaihan, thank you for sharing your expertise on growth and innovation for any leader looking to outthink and outplay the competition. And having gone through your outthink the competition program, what I can tell you, even as a you know experienced facilitator, when you're taking yourself or the organization through something like this, you really have to have an expert. There's too much head trash. There's too much resistance. There's too much fear. Um, there's too much, gosh, we, we got to be in the present, yet the future is demanding we gain skills now for what's coming up. And I, I found it to be incredibly valuable, as did the couple of hundred people that were in the program with, with me. So if you want to learn more about Kaihan Krippendorf and the Outthinker's proven model of strategic growth and innovation, check out his website at outthinker.com. That's outthinker.com. 
www.macaulayandco.com. Uh, and to subscribe to more podcasts like this, please list, visit macaulayandco.com forward slash podcast and sign up to hear about critical board member issues, challenges, and solutions like those discussed in today's podcast, or to view our recent webinars, go to directorsforum.com. Kaihan, thank you so much. Really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much, Kelly, for having me on. Thank you. Until next time, we wish you the best on positively impacting the organization and boards that you lead.